You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is Thursday, the 12th day of January, and we're talking A's baseball today with Jane Lee, our A's reporter, as it's Matt Wehmeyer pinch hitting for Allison Footer this week on the A's podcast. Jane, thank you so much for the time. And, uh, Jane, this was a uh, good timing on our part uh, to have this discussion on a Thursday and Wednesday night. Uh, Billy Bean making a couple of moves as he brings in uh, free agents uh, Trevor Plouffe and also Santiago Casilla. So let's uh, kind of get your thoughts on those. Beginning with uh, Trevor Plouffe, uh, third baseman, had spent his first seven years in Minnesota, uh, non-tendered uh, by the Twins after a, a difficult 2016. But only uh, two seasons ago, the guy hit 22 homers and drove in 75. So, Jane, what kind of a role do you see for Plouffe on this team? Uh, could he win a starting job? Is he primarily uh, depth on the bench? What do you think? No, I think he could definitely win a starting job. And I know that um, it, it might confuse some A's fans, and I think it was even confusing um, for me when I – first saw it just because the A's have such a crowded infield already um and you know going into the year it was pretty much assumed that Ryan Healy would be at third base but um it sounds like Kloof could be at third base um almost on an everyday basis with Healy getting more of his at bats um kind of split between first base um he could you know maybe be in a platoon there with Yonder Alonso and then getting the rest of his at-bats a designated hitter because A's don't employ um, a, a full-time DH right now. Um, they've kind of always used that spot, you know, to mix and match, give guys some days off, but that could be a spot we could see Healy, which, you know, I, we say that right now. Now, a lot of things can change, um, especially <clears throat> throughout the course of spring training. And, you know, a lot of people are probably thinking, well, doesn't that limit Healy's athletic ability? Because he does have a ton um, it, which is why I was a little curious about this move. But I know that the A's are always looking to bring in depth. A lot of things happen with injuries. Um, Plouffe, like a lot of A's players, um, you know, does have versatility. He's played other positions in the infield before, and I'm sure um, you know that was that was a big um, attribute when the A's were considering him. I know that they're always looking into to bring in, um, you know, more power. Ploof does have a little bit of history of um, hitting home runs. So, you know, for them, the the addition made sense just because it's a low-cost um, option that, you know, gives them depth in the infield, even though they already do have a lot of options there. Um, and knowing that Healy has the flexibility to move around as well, um, somehow these things always have a way of working themselves out, and I I think that'll be the case um, once all said and done in spring training. And, uh, you know, Jane, I'm curious that, uh, you know, you talked about Ryan Healy. His uh, offensive exploits uh, look very promising. In uh, just under half a season last year, the guy hit 13 homers, so that projects to about 26-27 over the course of a full season. But did the team kind of sour on his defensive abilities at third base? I'm not quite aware what his pedigree is as a defensive player. Uh, so what was the story on him there? Yeah, no, actually, I think they were um, maybe a little pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah, he was never considered a great defender, and third base isn't even his natural position, first base is. So, um, you know, considering all that, they thought he handled himself, um, you know, just fine at third base. Now, Trevor Plouffe isn't considered a great defender over there either. So I would say, you know, looking at Plouffe and Healy, they're probably, they probably offer about the same defensively, although Plouffe, of course, brings more experience at the position. But with Healy, um, you know, I think, 
you know, you kind of, especially with infielders, sometimes, you know, you sacrifice defense for what you get offensively. And offensively, and Healy was one of the um, better hitters um, in all the league in the second half. Um, I know, especially among rookies, you know, all the attention was on Gary Sanchez and for good reason. Um, but Healy's numbers were, were very, very impressive. Um, and you look at how quickly he acclimated to the big leagues. Um, I, I kind of suspect his power numbers will only go up. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that's the hope, obviously, of a lot of A's fans uh, that Healy showed a lot of promise. And like you said, Gary Sanchez got the headlines, but Healy very quietly was a guy that really burst onto the scene. It was impressive, and hopefully he can build off that promising start in uh, 2017. Uh, Jane, the other signing by the A's yesterday was uh, Santiago Casilla, who will become an A for the second time. Of course, he made his bones in uh, San Francisco, a member of three uh, world-titled teams. Uh, he was the closer last season and the year before, if memory serves, but nine blown saves uh, put an end to that. But uh, – I still think this is a guy, he, he's not young, he's, he's around 37 now, I think, but uh, it seems to me that this could be a, a very, you know, low-risk, high-reward kind of signing for the A's. Do you agree? Definitely. I mean, sometimes with these guys, you know, all it takes is a change of scenery. I mean, relievers, um, to begin with, are real volatile, and I think, you know, last year the strikeout numbers were still there for him, um, which is, of course, important for a reliever, and he was just fit. Um, by the home run and, and a lot of just big hits. But um, I see him, you know, turning back into the, you know, the type of reliever that was so, so good for the Giants for all those years. Um, what will be interesting is the, the roles that all these guys kind of come into. I mean, Bob Melvin has a lot of options, you know, not just when it comes to sediment, but closer now. I mean, you have three guys in that bullpen between Casilla, Ryan Matson, Sean Doolittle with the closing experience. Um and I think that'll be definitely, um, you know, an area of focus, you know, going into spring training, just who assumes that role coming out of it. Because I know that they do prefer to have more defined roles in their bullpen. And beyond that, I mean, Casilla can, he can close, he can also set up. And the A's have no shortage of setup options, um, you know, along with Doolittle, John Axford, Ryan Dole, Liam Hendricks. Um, and this could be a very strong bullpen. And he saw um, how improved they were last year, and I think it's only better. Now, with the addition of Casilla, it does give them some flexibility to trade one of the other guys, um, you know, if they wanted to do that, whether it be now or uh, later on ahead of the trade deadline. Um, you know, maybe one of their veteran guys like Axford or Matson, or, or perhaps Doolittle, who has, um, you know, garnered some trade interest. But um, I think you can never have enough, enough pitching depth, um, you know, bullpen depth, especially. We're seeing. Um, just kind of the rise and focus of, of bullpens league-wide. Um, and the A's have kind of been looking to strengthen theirs over the last couple of years. And I think um, this could be one of the better additions of their offseason. Yeah, you mentioned the strikeout numbers. It was actually the highest uh, cage per nine rate of his career last year, just over 10, something he had never done before. He never cracked double figures in that column. Gave up a lot of home runs, blew a lot of saves. But if those things kind of self-correct, then like you said, he could be a real asset for this A's bullpen this coming season. So, Jane, I want to kind of transition from that into some projections for the A's for 2017. I'll throw some statements out there. You kind of agree, disagree, and give your reasons <coughs> why or why not. And a logical place to start as we're coming off this bullpen discussion regarding uh, Santiago Casilla. I'll put you on the spot right now with uh, projection number one. 
Santiago Casilla wins the closer's job in spring training. What do you think right now? Right now, I would say no. Um, I, I assume that Ryan Masson will be the closer going out of spring training. Um, you know, I think there's been a lot of focus on Santiago Casilla's struggles um, in, in the last year. And I think, you know, first and foremost, the A's want to get him um, comfortable back with um, his new and former team um, and just, you know, kind of get him pitching back to the way um, he was. And I think, you know, you take the pressure off um, a closer competition, even though it will be there. Um, You know, I think the focus for him in spring training will just, um, you know, to be pitching well. And I mean, we've seen it, we've seen it with the A's even, um, you know, last year. um, I mean, that closer job, it can change within, you know, the first month of the season. But for right now, I would say he won't be the closer. Yeah, I think uh, that that's a, a good assessment is that uh, Ryan Madsen will be the guy, at least uh, coming out of spring training, but there's so much attrition during the course of a season. Who knows uh, what the coming months will bring. Jane, uh, projection at number two, if this A's team is not contending by the all-star break or by the trade deadline, then the A's pull the trigger on a trade for Sonny Gray. I do see that happening um, just because I, I feel like at the deadline, I mean, he could be um, the, the most valuable pitcher available at that time. Um, just, you know, assuming that he has health on his side, um, that he's pitching more like his 2015 self than 2016, which um, it seems all indications, you know, around the organization, they fully believe he will be. Um, and I don't know that there will be a better pitcher available at the deadline, um, which means his value will be sky high and I can't imagine them um, you know turning down a good deal yeah Billy Bean especially that goes without saying and uh, Gray had a difficult 2016 but if he gets back to being the pitcher we know he can be what a commodity he would be at the trade deadline of course if the A's are in a seller's position uh, by that time Uh, Jane our next uh, projection Chris Davis coming off a monster power season in 2016 does he lead the AL in home runs in 2017 that would be a bold prediction, um, and I, although I wouldn't be surprised if that does hold true, I'm going to say no just because um, there's just a ton of competition around him, guys that um, aren't playing half their games in the Coliseum. Um, not that that really matters with Chris Davis. It seems like no place, including the Coliseum, can contain him. Um, I do suspect that he'll he'll reach around the same number of home runs that he did last year, uh, 42. But I, I see him maybe just, you know, lacking one or two to be the overall leader. Yeah, Mark Trumbo uh, led baseball with uh, 47, I believe. And uh, who knows what league he ends up in. He's still out there for the taking, surprisingly. Maybe if he moves to the National League, that would help uh, Chris Davis's chances. We will see. Uh, the next projection, uh, Jane, Marcus Semien. His power numbers are going up uh, year after year. The errors over cut down significantly last year. Still more than you'd like to see, but still, will he will he have more homers than, than errors this coming season? Yes, I, I think, um, I mean, he... He is trending up um, in both areas, you know, where, whereas the power numbers are going up, the errors are going down, and I see that continuing, and I think he's really um, learning a lot about himself as a hitter, wants to be a better um, all-around hitter, and I think, you know, during that progression, the power just kind of naturally comes, and I mean, Marcus, probably more than anyone on the team, I mean, his his work ethic is as strong as you've seen from anyone. Um, so I suspect that the, the errors will definitely continue to go down um, because of that. And, um, you know, as he just kind of feels a little more comfortable in the league um, on this team, you know, not all eyes are on his defense anymore. I think he can 
um, you know, be more comfortable with himself as a defender, as a hitter. And I think that, you know, with that, the power numbers will continue to rise and the errors will continue to decrease. Yeah, that's certainly the hope. Uh, two years ago was a total disaster. He had 35 errors this past season, 21 to go along with 27 home runs. And like you said, you hope the homer column goes up, the error column goes down. Uh, Jane, to uh, wrap things up here, uh, as far as a win total, I know it's a very hard thing to project, but what do you think about 75 games? Do you take the over or the under here? You know, as um, you were saying that, I was thinking right about 75. Um, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Um, I do see them improving upon last year, um, just not a a ton. Um, And that's more a reflection on their division than it is on them. I do think that they will be better so long as their kind of rotation keeps them afloat. Um, But they're in a very tough division. I mean, you you see um, the additions that other teams have made around them, um, be it Texas or Seattle. Um, I think it'll just be um, very heavy competition. Um, But I do see them improving um, a, a few wins upon last year. So I think 75 is is pretty fair. Yeah, the, the A's uh, certainly have improved on paper. The problem, as you said, everybody else in that division, save maybe Texas, has also improved. It's going to be uh, quite the fight in the AL West in 2017. We'll see if the A's can uh, hold their own coming off a 69-win campaign in 2016. That is Jane Lee, our A's reporter. Jane, we thank you for the time. We'll do it again next week for sure. In the meantime, it's Matt Waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Oakland Athletics. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.